Hello, 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 hello. Welcome back, you guys. This is your girl, Kalai Shireen. We are here with another episode of Behind the Scenes Bella Podcast. I am so elated that you guys keep tuning in every single week for our episodes. This time, we have somebody in the building who has had me cracking up before we even got on camera so i need y'all to have this great experience today this man is let me just read it because y'all know i read stuff because it's my show and what i do what i want so this man's name is roderick wow you did my government name that's that's what we're doing why because i asked yesterday that's not what i said though but wait you gotta wait till you get on camera see this is what i'm talking about the camera ain't even on him and he just just disrespect it's just it started disrespectful you see how this is about to be y'all okay this is mr (laughs) This is Roderick because I asked. I said, "Is it Rodney Roderick?" So we found out it's Roderick Minger. Okay, he is from Alabama. He stays here in Atlanta, Georgia. He is a radio personality. He has traveled the seven seas, you guys, on the Disney Cruise Lines. He has performed at over twenty stage plays. He has been on the hit TV show Survivor's Remorse, BET's The Game, and is currently establishing himself and sharpening his craft as a comedian and actor, okay? He also is currently the MC for the NBA Atlanta Hawks, NBA G League, College Park, Skyhawks, and keeping his fans hyped throughout the games. This man is doing so much behind the scenes. You got to get to know this guy. Give it up for Mr. Rod Minger. Wow, man. Nah, man, that's... You know, it's, it's weird. Uh, It's weird watching people read you. And I'm thinking the whole time, man, look at God. Look at God. Look, why he just do something? You know, I'm a dude that was born. The doctor told my mama I'd never talk. Isn't that crazy? And, and, was, and you just laughing it up, man. I'm just laughing it up, man. So these doctors know what the hell they be talking about. God got the last word, man. But, hey, that's that's good, man. Yes. Yeah. That's really good. That was did really good. Did that cool. make you feel good? It did. I was like, look at God. That's what I was thinking at that moment. I was like, I was just in a moment of gratitude. I'm like, mm-hmm. look at God. Like, look at these things. Yeah. I moved here with $400, and that's it. Mm. And my clothes in my trunk. And I didn't know anybody but my cousin who lived in McDonald's. She didn't live in Atlanta. Oh, wow. I didn't know she didn't live in Atlanta until I got and here. And it's not Atlanta. And this is before GPS. So I was having to print my MapQuest papers out to go on job interviews and figure out what the network. I mean, you talking about I was leaving the house with 20 pieces of paper trying to find my way around Atlanta. And I wanted to quit because I was like, I mean, you don't even live in Atlanta. I got to Atlanta. I was like, look at the city. And then I left it. <laughs> I got here. I seen the city. Then I kept going straight. I was like, oh, so you not really in Atlanta. No, that and, ain't Atlanta. And then I was about to quit on it. And then my homeboy was like, hey, dog, you need to come to my house for the weekend. I'm going to show you the real Atlanta. But he took me yeah. to he took me to the real Atlanta, bro. He did, all the strip clubs. All the wars back, and everything. Oh, bro. Back when they used to have Diddy Weekend on Peachtree Street. When Peachtree Street was real. Oh, yeah. Not, yeah. This, not this condo not Peachtree Street. I'm talking about when it was Velvet Room, 112, I Compound. Verb, Twisted Taco, listen. all the, you could park your car at Atlantic Station and just walk. And just listen. Down on 17th Street, that's why I was in that far. 17th Street used to be up and 16th Street was jumping, 15th Street was jumping. All the streets down by Peace Street, everything connected to Peace Street was lit. Yes. Boy, I had some drunk nights. I don't know, God, look at God. Like, I made it home. Like, bruh, it wasn't no Uber back then. What? never would have made it. It was no Uber. I remember a girl invited me to her house from a club. She wrote the direction to her house on my hand. Oh my! Why had the hand like this all night? This, I just, God forbid it sweat. Cause, cause listen, if I missed one, if I missed one street <laughs> night, it was over. It was no way I was gonna make it to her. man. She like, I'm, I'm gonna make some food at the house. You should come over. We was at, I, we was at uh, Visions. You remember Visions? Oh yeah. She's like, man, you should come over. I said, man, I said, what you doing? You leave? I said, I'm gonna get some food, man. She's like, oh, I, I love to cook. You wanna come to my house? We can eat tonight. Listen. I'm like. Shh. How I get there, you know, ain't no GPS. She's like, right, yeah, I am. Right here. She, man, I, man, I was there for another 30 minutes like this. Like, Let the air out. I just, I walking like this. 
every, every song, I, I was, I was like, I might have invented the whipping name that don't nobody know it. I might need some money from that because I was, I was like this for at least an hour was just riding. <laughs> Calm if you get lost, but it worked. It worked out. Mind you, I just was talking about the Velvet Room. I was telling my boyfriend. I said I used to come to Atlanta every August for the Bonner Brothers convention. Bruh. I would stay at the Omni on Peachtree. Yep. And I remember going to the Velvet Room, like, and I, the only thing I was astonished by, I was like, why do I got to go through so many tunnels to get to this club? Oh, yeah. Because you got to pay to get to the other line. The yeah. other line ain't even leading you to the front door. Yeah. It's just getting you from behind yep. the building yep. closer yep. to the front. It was- and I said, no. I remember I walked all past all them people and walked through the front door. I said, yeah. I'll be da- I- I'm from Philadelphia. We don't stay in the lines like this. And you're going to charge me for the parking and, in the parking And it used line. to be cold in the wintertime here back in the day. Yeah, in a local, it used to be cold. In a local parking lot. I said, Bruh. I'm not paying. That's where you the fights at. That's where the fights happen. Right I there. Come here, Tom. But when I first came, it was so much love. I met Jock, Jim Jones, Young yep. Dro, Akon, Baps, Akon manager. Shout out to yeah. Baps. I was just like, yo, this is. People used to be outside. I said, this is lit. Nah, the yeah. Velvet Room was a thing. Bro, it used to be everything outside. Prostitutes, oh. rats, everything used to be outside. Everything was outside on Peachtree Street. Can't Snakes, Man, I seen the very first prostitute I ever seen in person was off Peachtree Street. Are you serious? Yeah, like they they was outside. Like, what's up? What you trying to do? Whoa! Oh, yeah. Like it was Las Vegas. I had never. I had, I'm from Alabama. I ain't seen nothing. Like I I never even seen traffic until I moved here. All we had was like event traffic. You know, somebody graduation, right. funeral. Like we didn't have like everyday traffic. Right. I never seen when you get in your car, you just be stuck on oh, the no. daily. I until I got here. Oh yeah. And yeah, so Peachtree Street used to be blocked, and and the strippers they would walk up and knock on your door. What's up? Uh-uh. What's up? Girl, get back. That's crazy. I've only seen you on television. This is scary. Oh, my goodness. I try to kill me, girl. I don't know. Well, oh, no. I seen a rat the size of a chihuahua one time. Oh, no. no, ma'am. No. At downtown Atlanta, bro. It used to be greasy. Yeah. Yeah. No, they had all the popping restaurants. Everything, the culture of it was just so good. It just felt so yep. warm. Yeah. You felt like you could be outside and not get shot. And Waffle House used to be lit, too. You remember? Oh, the club? Yeah. You went to Waffle House. It was like another party had yeah. happened. Oh, it was lit there. Yeah, because they had a jukebox. You put a cord in there, and then they yeah. played music. Everybody be dancing at the Waffle House. They didn't, yeah. now they fight at the Waffle House, but go ahead. Oh, yeah. No, that's, yeah, that's standard now. Yeah, so you got to fight. And you got to know how to fight to work there, too. But go ahead. I was ahead. about to say, yeah, standard. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. So having you on the show, guys, I'm. this is just going to be a funny episode because we're dealing <laughs> with a comedian, right? So everything is just, we, we don't need no comedic serious. inserts, right? The, you know, it's just going to be laughing it up. So my first question for you. Being a comedian, like, have you ever gone out there, like, and nobody laugh at you? Joke? Absolutely. Any comedian that tell you he hasn't gone on stage and bombed is a lie. Oh, my gosh. It, but how do that it's feel? It's terrible. Like, it feels terrible. Like, <laughs> like it feels just. I mean, you be like, feels, ah, just, ah, and they just. No, nah, I mean, I tell you, it, it's, it's, it's a ripple effect <laughs> of things, right? So you get up there, and, uh, well, my story is weird because most people bomb when they first start. Uh-huh. I had a very miraculous start where I did good first and then led to a bomb. Oh, wow. Uh, I got I was fortunate. So my first couple of shows, for some reason, I guess they were, I, I don't want to say easier, mm-hmm. but my natural comedic timing worked for the first, like, maybe four or five. And there was this sixth one. <laughs> <laughs> I will never forget it because, man, it was so crazy. So I um I did a show at this open mic and just just destroyed, man. Just had a great set. This is like 2011. And then uh, this lady was there like, hey, um, I want to start having a comedy night at my restaurant called the Allure Lounge. Not the Allure Lounge y'all know now. It's the Allure Lounge that used to be by Bowling Alley 300. And she was like, uh, we're going to start doing it on Tuesday nights. We're going to do Taco Tuesday and comedy. Mm-hmm. And I'm brand new. I haven't done comedy a year at this point. And I'm like, yeah, cool. I'll do it. So Friday night she calls me. She said, hey, Rod, I got a good idea. Um, there's this lady I know that's retiring from the police force. She's having a dinner tomorrow night. It's going to be 200 police. 
She's like, why don't you come here and do a set? And then you can invite all of them to the comedy night on Tuesday. I'm like, oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. So I pull up. I'm excited. I got my little notes. You know, I'm new to comedy. I'm excited. Like, I'm booked. You know, about to have my new comedy night. Mm-hmm. I pull up to a lure lounge. It's the club. Okay. They in line to party. Oh, they're, yeah. they're not there for a dinner. They got stilettos, pumps. Oh, they ready to go. They ready to shake ass. Right. Okay. They, they, there's a line outside. Yeah. I'm like, hold up. I thought it was just a dinner. Mm-hmm. No, this was a party. This was, like, this, this was like the velvet roll. It was jumping. I get that people doing a cha cha slide. Girls are twerking. And, you know, we used to dance. Oh, yeah. This is about, we used to, you know, we used to grind. We went to club. Like, you left the club sweated from just, you was dry hunching. That's what you yeah. was doing back in the day. Yeah. And I was like, this, 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 this not a comedy night. <laughs> so I went in. I kind of wanted to peep the scene. And I walked up to her. And I said, hey, man, I don't think this is a good idea to do comedy here. She said, oh, no, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. She did, she did the deal. Hey, hey, cut the music. Cut the music. And here we I never forget. God rest his soul. It was DJ Cowboy, man. We used to joke about it every time I seen him. God rest his soul. And he, and everybody like, what the hell going on? She's like, ladies and gentlemen, Ruining my I got such a special treat for you guys. This guy right here, he's been on BT's Comic View. He's been on Def Comedy Jam. I'm all of 24, 25. I'm not old enough to be on any of those shows. Uh, he's really funny. We're gonna start having a comedy night on Tuesday nights, and he's gonna do a set for you guys right now, ladies and gentlemen. Give it up for Rod Minger. Oh and my they, god! Did they, anybody give it up though initially? No. Dang. Man, like somebody could have got their music back on. Like it was like one of them kind of moments. Oh jeez. And I go out there. I'm, I'm giving my best stuff. I'm, I'm 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 hitting them with my best stuff, and they just like staring. I like yeah, okay. <laughs> and then I was like, you know what? That didn't get them, but this one will. Drop that one. Bombed. And it was just silence. And I was like, all right, man, my name is Rod. I'm out. And I just walked off defeated. Oh. And then when I got outside, my car was blocked in. So I had to wait for the party to end. <laughs> so I did my set at like 8 o'clock at night. <laughs> I was blocked in until 2 o'clock in the morning. Oh, it was so terrible. So they had, you had to face the shit. I had to face everybody. Yeah, you know how people, when you bomb, people don't want to look at you. They just got to walk past you. Yeah, that's, hey, girl, that's him. That's that nigga right there. That's nigga was in there trying to tell them little dumb ass jokes. <laughs> <laughs> And I remember, like, girls just walking by, like, man, bro, if I had a pocket knife, I probably would have stayed out myself. So I'm glad oh, I wasn't packing tonight. It was, it feels terrible, man. It's it's bad. So, dang, but she should have warmed the crowd up, like, mm, or let them put it on the flyer at least, like, Mm-mm. starring such as a, she it shouldn't have happened. So that was my first bomb, but it wasn't the last. I've had <laughs> I've had about four or five that was like, oof, this one my night. But dang. but after that was bad, that I had one bomb at Uptown Comedy Corner once. That was pretty bad. They put me uh, with a guy who had a really raunchy audience, and they wanted me to talk about all the nasty stuff. And I was doing my, doing my little clever jokes, and they got quiet. And let me tell you, I knew I was bombing. It was Full House, and a lady I know was in the crowd. And I told a joke that I thought was really clever, and it was so quiet. I heard her say, it was funny to me, Rod. Oh, my oh. God. I could have melted right uh-uh. there. Oh, my soul still there. I'm glad they took the building down. My soul in there. Oh Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> Not the soul. Oh, my soul's still in there. It's a, it's a, it's, they built some condos on top of my soul somewhere, one of them bricks. Oh, oh my goodness. I, it was funny to me, Ron. Oh, no. <laughs> and it was quiet enough for her to get that. It was quiet. I heard somebody, ew, I heard somebody fork hit a play. Click, click. Ooh, oh, no. It's time to go. No. Oh, man. That I is sad. I remember going outside saying, God, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? You oh, know, yeah. That's when you start questioning. You start, you start questioning. Yeah, you start like, maybe I'm supposed to sell insurance. Yeah. Yeah, something, something different. Cause this that wasn't it. I still remember her to this day. So wait, how did you get a gig like traveling the seven seas? Like, how does somebody get into that industry? Like traveling the seven seas? I like this question. I, I get asked this question a lot. And my answer is gonna blow your mind. Okay. 
I got hired by Disney Cruise Line. Till this day, I have no idea why they called me. Wait, what? You I have no, no idea why they called me, who they got my number from, where my resume came from. I have no idea. Till I'm talking about this is years later. I got hired in uh, 2017. I still don't know how they hired me. I'm sitting at home at my desk. I'm looking. Uh, I was getting ready to move uh, in with the girl I dated at the time. Mm-hmm. Not my wife, but the girl I dated before her. And uh, I'm looking at houses for us to move in together. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I get an email from a lady named Megan Dean. And she uh, goes, hey, Rod, I uh, want to see would you be interested in being a club host for Disney Cruise Line. And wow. my response to the email was, what is that? Wow. And she's like, can I Skype you? Do you have Skype? Like, that's how that's how dated this is. She right, asked, Skype. She asked me for my Skype. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So I sent her my Skype name, and then she called me right away. And I thought it was spam. And she had the Disney logo on the back, and we did a Skype interview. And she she was like, so, so, Rod, tell me, um, why did you want to be a club host for Disney um, Cruise Lines? I said, I'm, I'm sorry, Megan. With all due respect, I have no idea what you're talking why about. Why did I want to be right? what? I don't know what you're talking about. And she's like, well, I got your resume right here. I got your headshot. She had everything. I said, I said, Megan, I promise I've never applied for this job. I said, but if you want to tell me about it, I'm I'm open to listening. And then she's like, oh, please. Put me on hold. I like, oh, I lost that opportunity, whatever right. it was. And then she came back. Well, let's just talk about it. She's like, yeah, you're going to be traveling over the country. You're going to have your own room. We go get to go distance this. You get free cruises for friends and families. Like, it's really great. Can you take, can you give me one? All right. No, go <laughs> it's, it's gone. It's over now. Dang. It's over. But yeah. And so we talked for about 10 minutes and she talked <laughs> about the job and she was laughing just like y'all laughing right now. And she's like, can I have my boss call you Friday? I was like, sure. He calls me Friday. He has a Tennessee Volunteers flag behind him. I said, oh, you're an SEC guy, which is the Southeastern Conference football. You know, uh-huh. it's a football term. And uh, he, he goes, oh, yeah, you're an SEC guy? I said, yeah, I'm an Alabama guy. Roll Tide. Mm-hmm. He said, well, y'all kick our ass every year. We talked about football for five minutes. He said, maybe I should try to interview. And he asked me, like, three questions. And he laughed at my answers. He's like, can I fly you to Orlando? I said, as long as you paying. They flew me to Atlanta, uh, to Orlando, first class, gave me a free ticket to Disney World, uh, put me in a hotel on the Disney Resorts. Got me a rental car, uh, drove me to the ship. I did a show on top of the ship with no audience, just seven cruise directors. Made me do a seven-minute clean set, learned the dance routine, and they hired me on the spot. Wow. And to this day, I don't know how I got that. I have no idea. Dang. See, y'all, I was trying to get y'all some, like, gems, like, but his was just straight favor. Nah, favor, favor. And that's where I met my wife. I met my wife uh, while I was on the ship. See, that's why. See, oh. It's crazy. Listen just like this. That. Yeah. Listen to this, y'all. Do you hear this? It was the favor because he was about to meet more favor on mm, the ship. Bro, because there's no more favor than finding your wife. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. So it was great. So he used favor to get you more favor. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. We got a crazy story. I met her there, and she went to college where I'm from. And we have pinpointed 10 locations we've been in at the same time without knowing each other. Wow. 10 locations where we've been right. And I was like, right y'all going to meet today. Oh, man. that we met. Y'all met her uh, <laughs> maybe my first month there. Um, I remember I had to, you have to do a very weird training when you get to Disney. Not weird, but it, you think you're going to be, oh, it's going to be Disney, Disney, mm-hmm. Disney. You go into a cave and learn safety protocols right. for like the first two and a half weeks. So you're not doing nothing Disney. You go eat, but then you come right. back to safety, go to your room, go eat, go back to safety. So finally, uh, they like, let's go for air. I'm going to show you guys the Sailaway show, mm-hmm. which is the show you do before the ship takes off. And I remember this white guy came out. He was like, hey, ladies and gentlemen, what's going on? Welcome to Disney Cruise Lines and blah, 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 blah. And they start doing this weird, stupid dance. I'm laughing. Like, Look at this clown. Mm-hmm. And I remember this guy said, hey, Rod, uh, you see that white guy up there? Uh, that's going to be you next week. I was like, oh, sh-. you know what I'm saying? So I get my phone out. I start recording. And as he's dancing, this beautiful black queen comes jumping out onto the stage. And that was my wife. So I have on video the very first time I've ever seen her. Oh. And I remember thinking, like, who is that? Because I'm there. Listen to these numbers. There's 1,500 crew members. 100 are black. And of the 100 that are black, 
only 15 are American. Rest of my Caribbean, Haitian, they're from all these different places. So I hadn't seen that many black people since I've been there. Mm. I had 30 people in my class and I was the only black person. So it was like, when I seen it, I was like, yo, who is that? I said, I'm going to meet her. So when they went, uh, they went backstage after the show and I go up there, I go backstage to introduce myself. I didn't know it until later. They had a secret door they could go in so they could avoid the crowd. Oh, okay. So I go backstage, it was empty. It was like Fresh Prince. We came back in the house before the last episode of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. That's how it was when I went back there. Mm. So I didn't see her for another two weeks. And then, yeah, I didn't see her, like, nowhere. Not at dinner, not at lunch, nowhere. Just see her walking around, like, man, that fine black girl. I said, she, maybe she got off a of vacation because people will leave every week. Yeah. And then one day I seen her sitting outside on this uh, on this stoop. And I seen her on the phone. She was having an argument with a guy on the phone in her earpiece. And I thought to myself, all right, God, like, well, I haven't seen her all this time. I said, let me at least introduce myself. I said, but I better say something now because I don't know when I'm going to see her again. Right. So I thought of this most cool line I could think of. I walked up to her real smooth. And I was like, hey, hang up. She was like, what? I said, hang up, hang up. She was like, uh, I'll call you back. I said, I want to introduce myself. I seen you two weeks ago, but I haven't seen you since, so I want to introduce myself now, and the rest is history. And that's how I went. I made her hang up in somebody's face. Hang up. Y'all wasting time. Yeah. Y'all do it. You blocking I'm your here. blessings. I'm here. I'm right, right here. here. I'm the blessing. Hang that up. Hang that. Hit the button. Take this finger, hit the button, and, and that was it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. That's what's up. See, I love relationships. I love, love, love relationships. So, Every guest on the show gets a question about he could be faithful because I wrote a relationship house who got us a best selling book. Okay. And for you to be married, how long have you been married? Uh, I've been married a year now. A year. So for you to have met your wife, knew that she was favored, feel blessed by her presence. Like you said you were dating other women. You was finding houses for y'all to stay. <laughs> you know, y'all was looking for places like. Yeah. What change where you just was like, no, I'm going to make this my wife, not a girlfriend. Not a girl that just going to move in with me. And right. what made you just know that that was your wife? Okay, so that's a lot to unpack. All right, so first thing, I did cross over. So me and the girl I dated here, we kind of had like a little fallout before I left. And then we kind of did what black people do. We tried to stay kind of gray. What did y'all fall out for? Because I'm nosy. Uh, it wasn't nothing bad. Uh, she I traveled a lot, and, mm -hmm. and she didn't like it. And, uh, and that's cool. You know what I'm saying? She was not a bad person. She was a good girlfriend. Uh, I think the travel, like I met her. And went on tour for like four months, like two weeks later. Mm -hmm. So then I came back and I was always like in and out. I think she wanted somebody that was more present yeah. than I was. And because her family came from like, uh, they were business savvy. They were they came from money. So they was set, you know, this is our yeah. office. This is our she business. More this is how I get our money. You know what I'm saying? With me, I had to go here, here, and here, and here to get money. So that's all it was. And then we kind of had like a little spat that went bad uh, right before I left. But we still tried to like keep it. And then we had like one more hangout. And it was like, ah, I think we were okay. Yeah. And so then I kind of stayed single for a little bit. Uh, then I met my wife. We tried to play, oh, let's just be friends. But let's hang out later than we're supposed to. You know, right. one of those, you know. And then uh, it just kept going. And then finally one day I was like, all right, let's just make it official. Let's just make it us. And then we went from there. And then it just went great. But we were on the ships. She would leave her ship and go back to New York. I would leave my ship, come back to Atlanta. And we went our ways. And then I retired from the ship. I was like, if that woman can make me feel the way I felt when we were on the ship on land, right. I'm going to marry her. I just knew right then. So when she retired from the ship, I was like, move to Atlanta, which she was kind of against. I was like, but uh, this is my second marriage. Okay. So I told her, uh, you know, I think this gets lost to, you know, just to your book notes. I think people get lost in relationships where they think it's all about what happened to women before they get married or what goes on with them. But things happen to men too. Oh, absolutely. So there were things I had to heal from. So there was like, you got to make adjustments. You got to treat marriage like sports sometimes. So I realized after my first marriage, I was like, 
I wouldn't marry anybody else without living with them first. Because mm-hmm. there's things you've seen, like my first wife, I knew I made a mistake within three months, mm-hmm. but we didn't live together first. Mm-hmm. So there was things I couldn't see. So even with her being uncomfortable, but I even called her parents. I was like, listen, this ain't to play with her. I was like, uh, I want to make sure that we, the way we were on the ship, I said, I will keep you updated. I told them, I said, I will update you every month on how we're doing without her okay. knowing. I said, but if everything goes how I feel like it probably is going to go, I said, I'll be calling you within six months telling you that I want to marry your daughter. And then the sixth month, I, I called, I said, hey, my, uh, let's have a time to talk. Boom, boom, boom. And she calls me one day, what's going on? I said, so I, I've been updating you with our relationship. I said, now we're at the point where I'm ready to marry your daughter. And wow. so I want to let you guys know um, I'm going to pick out a ring. I said, I know you guys can't be here. Uh, it was during the pandemic. Uh, I said, so I got a jeweler um, that I know. So I'm going to video you and her sister. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to be on video. We're going to pick out the ring together. Yeah. And then we're going to set up how I'm going to propose during the pandemic. And went from there. And that's how I know. See, but that took intentions. Like mm-hmm. you had a timeline. See, that's the difference in men who just dating. And it's like, I mean, you know, we've been together a year and a half. Yeah, years, yeah. Three. You had your intention set that this is my timeline. Yes. We're doing three months. We're doing six months. I'm going to let you know how, how it's going. Yeah. And then I'm going to pull the trigger because, yep. yeah. Because, yeah, we was to wait for. Because you know. You know within months. You know when you spend time with somebody all the time, you need to, you, you got to go through a couple of phases. You need, yeah. you need the happy honeymoon phase because you're going to have that. Mm-hmm. But I tell people, what's just as important as that honeymoon phase, you need to see them pissed off. Oh, I need to see I tell you, you need to see people pissed. Yeah. I, I don't know why people, oh, so we never argue. Y'all don't talk. Yeah. You need to see your person fight. pissed off. Yeah. Because you need to see how they recover. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because some people just get mad. Oh, don't talk to me for three or four days. I can't operate. Oh, like no. That. See, I'm not my first my first one. No. Like, like, that mother can shut down for a month. Oh, no. I said, no, I'm not going to get nobody. I'm not going to communicate. you elementary. Mm-mm. You're childish. Mm-mm. You, so you're okay with us being upset for a month. Um, that's not gonna work. Man, please. My wife is New York and Costa Rican mixed together. Okay, we can be mad as hell, and I can go up front and take a breather. She would get a blanket and sit on the other couch. Yeah, I'm gonna be here when you calm down. Mm-hmm. We gonna talk about this tonight, and I like, I love that. I'm like, man, like, we gonna always be alright because she's always like that. Like at first, I thought it was like a show. Mm-hmm. And there's time when I'm like, nah, this is how she is. Like, yeah, I'm mad, but th- yeah. what, what, what? I can't sleep. Kind of, kind of bit. What you doing? Mm-hmm. I watch TV up here. That's we got that. We got that channel back there. Uh-huh. That's what, what you're doing. Let's do it. Yeah. Cut it off. <laughs> I was like, well, I don't want to interrupt your sleep. I ain't gonna, I'm going to sleep anyway. Mm-hmm. I'm up. Boom. Which watch TNT? The game? Put it on. Boop. <laughs> Love it. I know that was and it. I, see, in relationships, I tell men, I'm like, I'm a wanderer, so don't leave me by myself. I'm be like over here like, ooh, what's that? Like, I'll be, I'll be talking to the next boyfriend. They're going to be like, you, you ain't speaking to me in 30 days? Oh, bro, I'm gone. Yeah. 30 days, now I'm be down at the posture. I'm be like, oh, yeah, I'm but, next thing you know. I'm like, yeah, no. I'm forget talking, about it. I'm talking to somebody else. It's over with. I speak to you in 30 days. We broke up. You didn't know it? Yeah. We, we just didn't talk no about more. it. I put on a date yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you're talking about. I've been out. I'm outside. What are you talking about? Why am I, 30 I, days. Why, why am I be pregnant? I didn't change the habit. <laughs> Boy, I had sex last night. What are you talking about? What did with you? Man, please. Like, what? No. Don't we are me. no longer together. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. 24 hours. If you, first of all, if you let me soak in it too long. Because I'm going to paint a picture that ain't even there. It de- oh, Ooh, it's no. going to be a masterpiece. Listen. It- <laughs> Ooh, boy, I done paint. I got two brushes. I'm painting them up. I'm, boy, I'm like Michael Angelo painting this picture. And then she said, this is this what she's thinking. Uh-huh. This is what she, Ooh, this, what it really And if I say this, she going to think that. You know what? I ain't got time for this. Yeah, it's over. It's over. I had the whole breakup by myself. We ain't even talked. We ain't even talked. I done, girl, I broke up because of what I thought you might say. Yeah. 
just it's premeditated. I don't know. I don't know how you mm -mm. move it. Mm -mm. Yeah. And you telling everybody the wrong story. So now I know I can't even fool with you because you done told your mama this, you done told your friend that, your group chat thing this. I ain't got time for this. You know what? Y'all got it. I'm telling you, I'm that's wrong. you can't leave. But but what they say, an idle mind is a is a devil's bruh, workshop. Bruh, bruh. Leave me sitting there idle for 24 hours and well, watch what happens. I will build a whole truck and a building. Okay, <laughs> 15 floors. Every every store a different movie. I'm talking, but it's, it's beautiful. Yeah. Nah. yeah, but that's so, yeah. but you know what? That's what I like about my boyfriend Neil because he knows if it's if we done had a little yeah. one of these by 11:59, he'd be like, you know what? I wanted to talk to you before yeah. the night went down. Yeah, that's we probably should talk now. Yeah, because I almost moved. <laughs> you even know I, I almost moved. I started looking for houses. Well, <laughs> I'm a runner. Track star. You hear me? <laughs> what? I'm already approved in two places. <laughs> Boy, you I'm me. telling you, last night, listen, I'm. you know what, you think I'm playing, see, watch what I tell y'all on air, y'all, listen, he gonna see this right now, and he, and I got a house, this is last night, look, look. <laughs> you see right. move, look, look at that house, oh, that's nice, look, that's nice, you was gone, oh, yeah, I was already looking for houses, I got this one over there, Dekula is one near Buford, yeah, you moved to Dekula, you was gonna move back, though, listen, you was coming back, yeah. yeah but at the end of the day, I'm looking. Yeah, but you was coming back, though. Like, he's going to be so far from the city. It's going to take you to go to some one brunch on Sunday and get drunk and realize, I got to go back to the queue. Right. Lord, I had a comedy Listen. show out there. I almost just said, F it. It was like, man, I had never seen my GPS said, nah, nah, nigga, keep going straight. Keep driving. It's, it's further down. Go ahead. Forever. Lord. <laughs> you ain't there yet. Jesus. Listen, I'm telling you, but we really, I heard a couple of things. You talked about your intentions. Mm -hmm. For one, the intentions is big. For two, the fact that she was able to be the same version of herself, because you yes. said that that was pivotal. Yes. If she was to switch up, change the script, it was over. In any kind of way, this ain't her. <laughs> yeah. You see what I'm saying? But that's what the women do. It's like I think when we get the man, and we know we got him locked, because women, we know when we got y'all locked in. Yeah, y'all know we locked because that's that's when y'all start showing y'all means up. Yeah. It's like now we might get a little bit of disrespectful. It might just come out just a smidge, but some women who can maintain that character role yeah. and not switch up that's a craft the thing is everybody switches up a little bit oh, women 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 is just more dramatic yeah it's just like when you first date a woman y'all first start sleeping together like it's it's lingerie it's negligee oh, it's yeah. silk it's lace mm -hmm. but by that fourth month y'all be having sex she have on your t-shirt dirty, dirty screen tee you got you got my t-shirt yeah do you want it or not <laughs> And, look, yeah. and it's like this bro like you want it or not look on I like, but you got you got my basketball jersey on <laughs> <laughs> what, what, and, and like, right. but see, y'all first day, your nails done, your uh -huh. lipstick popping, makeup, my hair, man. I'm telling you, y'all hear what he's saying from a man's point of view. If you, the same way you got him, keep him like that because that's, that's why he be at Tiffany house with the pissy ear mattress. I keep telling you that. Oh man, I, 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 I got invited to a girl house who had a bad mattress. I told Kyle this story. Uh, <laughs> this is the worst house I've ever been. She's married with three ch beautiful children. I'm like, I wanted that she clean it up because. <laughs> I remember uh, Somebody this girl was from uh, or she from Puerto Rico, and we first started kicking it. This was year way before my wife, way Look, okay before somebody he, messed he up the work. He only had no exes. It's just only yeah. his wife. Yeah, yeah. So this girl's from Puerto Rico, and we met a play I was doing like in the early two thousands, and um, we first started messing around. She she would always come to my house. Mm -hmm. So you know I ain't really think nothing of it. You know I'm a dude. Like pull up. You know you want to come over? Cool after rehearsal. Cool pull up. You know. Mm -hmm. So one day she's like, why you never come to my house? I was like, well, you never asked, you know. You, know right. you can come over here, it's all good. I got space, I got room. Right. So now I want you to come to my house. I want to cook for you. I'm like, all right, that's what's up. 
I see you. Right. But see, I'm from Alabama. You know, when a girl cooks for you the first time, you always stop and get your Whopper on the way. You got to get something to eat on the way. Because you don't know if it's good or not. It might be ass. You know what I'm saying? So, fellas, if I can give you any note, <laughs> when you eat at a girl's house for the first time, always stop and get your little burger. <laughs> don't go over there starving. Just like, you know, that way you can get full quick. You're like, ah, oh, man. Man, that rice, it did what it was supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? So I started the Burger King, got me a Whopper on the way and some fries back then. And uh, and I pulled up. She had this house in the hood, bro. It was off of, uh, it was right near that, what is that drive-in movie theater? Is that Moreland? That drive-in theater? It's Mo- yeah, it was over there. But this is back when Moreland was way more hood before the police cleaned up a little bit. I'm talking about crackheads was everywhere. Oh, no. She was in the hood, but she had a big house, so it was crazy, but it was in the hood. Like, I had to, I had to wait for a crackhead to walk by before I drove in the driveway. Like, oh. I'd let him go on by and, you know, with his bag. And um, and then I called on the phone like this. This your house cut the light on, and she hit the light like okay, cool. And not if this your house cut the light on because it was dark. It was dark. You know, finna get set up. I could got set up. Oh, you know, I'm from Montgomery. You know, they'll they'll get you knocked over in Montgomery. You know what I'm saying? So I pull up and it's dark in the backyard, and I hit the door, and I hear all these dogs. I I mean, I'm talking about multiple dogs. It sound like three or four of them in there. Oh no. Oh, okay, cool. You got dogs. You know, I'm not gonna knock you. I'm not a you know, I, at that point, I want a dog in the house person now, you know, but just one. And um, I'm like, oh, she got multiple dogs. So I get in there. They're not just dogs. They're like these hurt ass rescue dogs. These mugs got the cast on. They walk in with the limp. They got the bandage. They got the bandages on. One missing the eye. I'm like, oh, I mean, they these dogs have been beat up by something. Oh, my goodness. Did it smell like dog? Oh, oh, bro. Hair was everywhere. She had these shedding, shedding dogs, you know, and I was like, ugh, right? And then she's cooking. I go in her kitchen. She had one of them, uh, the light bulb was out. It was flickering. Oh, You ever my. one of them cheap motels with y'all with the light yeah. flickering? You like, I can't stay here. Strobe light. That's how I heard. Yeah, she had a strobe light in the kitchen. <laughs> and she had these pots. And she had dishes. It was so many dishes. The dishes, I'm like, these Ooh. aren't the dishes from what you're cooking. Ooh. These was already sitting here. You know what I'm saying? And she'll like, oh, this is going to be great. It's one of my Puerto Rican dishes. I'm looking like, oh, thank God I had that Whopper. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, Jesus. I'm like, and I was like, you know, I said, I'm not starving, so, you know, don't overcook. I'm not starving. But I'm still in the kitchen trying to understand why there was so many dishes in the sink. Right. Because she had like a meat, a rice, and like a bean. Mm-hmm. But it was like pies, pans, skillets, plates, forks, everything. In the and, and then why is there a strobe light? You know, why is the light flickering at the top? <laughs> so then um, I realized there was no table. Huh? There was no table in the house. She had this nice three, four bedroom house. There was no table. I was like, oh, what are we going to eat? I said, oh, we're going to eat in the bedroom. Oh, you yeah. don't bring no food up in the room. So we go to the bedroom, and there's a humongous air mattress on the floor. Oh, well, did she the, just move in though? I don't think so. I think that's like she, she was cool with that. Oh, but there's a couple of problems. You got four dogs running around, so they're definitely jumping on your air mattress because it's to the it's on the floor. She ain't have it on your, no, your TV no, and like your air mattress. On the floor. They're both on the floor. They're on. The, well, it had to be eye level because if it's no, two. she had like the TV on like a milk crate. And she had a oh, she had a PlayStation. Getting progressive, she yo. had a PlayStation hooked up to it. So she played video games. She was a video game player. Oh, I was like, oh okay, cool, cool. All okay. right. So then she gave me my plate. <laughs> and uh Was it a paper plate or a glass plate? You know what? My memory don't serve me one though. I can't remember okay. what it was. I, I want to say it was glass. I'm, I'm gonna go with glass. Okay. Like Two hundred. <laughs> and um I sit down and then here come the dogs. They run it, they won't something. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, Oh my goodness. I'm like, move, move. Shit, don't talk to my dogs oh. like that. Like they can have this plate for real because right. I'm trying. I'm trying to be courteous, you know what I'm saying? And uh, you know, I get like a spoonful of rice. The rice was, eh, it wasn't ricing, you know. So I'm, I'm full now because now I got a whopper. 
I got Whopper with a little bit of rice on top at this point. So what about the beans and the meat? I, I didn't want none of it. The meat was funny because it was like surprise. It was like mystery meat. You know, you know, you got, that's why I put meat with some Australian sauce. Australian running bird. You already know what it is. It had a mystery <laughs> sauce on it. You know, now people cook meat and it'd be like a sauce, and you don't really know what the meat is. I don't know if it's still. I like you know, it's kind of like them Chinese restaurants. They had yeah. the meat. You like what kind of meat that is? Yeah, it be covered in sauce. I like yeah, I don't want that. So I'm, I'm like. I'm like, I'm sorry, man. I kind of had something to eat. I didn't know you was cooking. I told you I was cooking. I'm like, well, I'm sorry. My bad. Right. I prayed. So now it's like she goes, she walks off, she puts the dogs up. Now she come back with the negligee on. Oh, no. And I, I feel like I told the door. I'm like, yo, man, I'm, I'm kind of tired. I should probably go. She's like, I know you're not going to come here for the first time and just leave after I cook for you. She wanted it to go down on the air mattress. Yep. So I had to take one for the team. Damn, I knew you did it. I had to. I felt bad. I, mean, yeah, I didn't know how to play the game. I'm still, yeah, I'm, 20, I'm 22. You're supposed I don't, I don't to get really up out of there. I was like, all right, but this is the last time I'm coming over here. And you can't come back to my house because I don't want you to feel like I'm coming back over here because this is not going to be an exchange. I'm not coming to this neighborhood again. This is the last time <laughs> I'm I'm not pulling. coming on this side. I don't want to be in this driveway again, okay? I'm not I'm not even, I'm not going to print. I printed out my MapQuest paper to come over here. It, it took me three sheets of paper to get over this here. This is MapQuest. This was the 2000s. This is, MapQuest is still being printed out. I wasted yeah. ink on this. And um, yeah, I never get. She had a mattress on the floor. But you hear how she he's he led with she is married. Married with kids now. Kids now. Got a beautiful home. I just seen her the other day on Facebook. I was like, oh look at her. That's what I'm trying to tell you, ladies. They the men. They it ain't about that. Something quality that she had. It might not been the beans, the rice, the chicken. Some she might knew how to be quiet. She married a white. Oh, never mind. So let me move to the next question. Here we go. Okay. (laughs) She married a white. And I love my white friends. You know I I love y'all. But she married a white. See? She did. And a weird white. Like an artsy fartsy white. Oh. Yeah. So I figured that's what she needed though. Just the hair and the dog. Yeah, and they probably got plenty of dogs. They got they got the room for it though. They got a bigger house, you know, so she's she's doing great. So oh. good for her. I seen it I seen her randomly the other day. I think she commented on like one of my videos. I was like, okay, look at you. Doing that's good. what's up. Yeah, good for you. Just yeah. Yeah. Everybody met somebody. Mm-hmm. You, you ever seen six six hundred pound life? The, yeah, they always married. They always and got they, the men, and they beat their men. I seen one; she was beat her dude with a hairbrush. No, I told you I wanted some churches. I like, oh, she hit him with a hairbrush. Jesus, where she got it from? Oh my God! Listen, but they be bathing them in gravy and everything. Mm 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 mm. Ain't that much? Mm mm. Nope. Look I, at no nope. face. Mm mm. I just see some. Telling, they get so frisky and they just be sitting there. Well, no, I can't do that. How you get so big? You can't get out the door. <laughs> you came in. What? What did you eat that last day? Like, the, you walked in there one day, and then one day you just couldn't get out. You ain't come out. Okay. One day said she had left her room in three years. Jesus. Oh, oh my God. Like, and, and your husband going there and hit that. He hit that. Oh, how do we get to it? Ma? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I need some more water. Jeez. How do he get to it, though? Because there's so many layers. No, nah, one lady, she was on there. She had her legs. They had to blur her middle of the area out. She was just naked. She sat there with no drawers on. On the show, it was just a, it was like you know how on the, on the cop shows they be trying to hide the witnesses. They was hiding her middle. She, you ever seen Naked and Afraid? They used the same screen on her box. <laughs> oh, I was like that room smelled like nothing, nothing. I'm not doing. That. I, I pulled it there. I called it. I, I called it. I called it, Cam. You don't put, get your finger off the button. I called it. <laughs> I called it. I knew. I knew what was coming out, and I, I seen it. And I called it. Ew. Yeah, but she's not on ew. it. I love. No, everybody deserves somebody. But it's like, you know, when you get to the point you can't get out of the room. Yeah, but take the ill out, kind. If you can't get out the room, that's the situation. And then you got nerve to be a, be mean to folks. Listen, no. I can't. I, I know you smell funny. I know you do. It is. At 600 pounds, you, yeah, it's, it's, you it's can't like get to every spot. Water. You can't get to every spot. That's spot yeah. that you're missing every day. Yeah. Oh. 
it's, it's no way. Mm-mm. It, you don't have no shot. You got to, they got to use a scrub brush in the bucket with you. But they be having a they be having a husband. He be like, "That's my that's my wife," and I'm gonna sit by. I'm gonna stick beside her. I'm gonna stick beside her. I told my wife, "If you ever get to seven hundred pounds, I'm gonna be missing." Listen, I'm gonna be missing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a vacation, and I'm just not gonna come back. I'm gonna tell you, I went parasail and I fell off. Oh my, fake your death like the submarine. I'm, I'm gone. I'm gone. Look, never mind. I didn't say that out loud. You think they fake their death? I don't, cause it just seemed too peculiar. Mm, they did that. They died. They gone. God rest they soon. Yeah, they gone. They they crazy. Yeah, somebody tried to. Cause I see I don't watch too much television, but when I heard the stories, no, I was gone. like, "Them folk ain't." They went bye bye, and they had millions and billions and trillions. They want to be able to flex and say they went down there. And nobody else had, they, you know, people that's that. That that wasn't no flex though. They ain't turned up. What well, the sub flexed? <laughs> we should go to the next topic. I'm not doing this with you. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, never Keep mind. Keep the interview. Focus, please. Yeah, Focus, man. God. Get your stuff together. <laughs> that was not no flex. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. That was probably. It just was not a sagacious decision. Mm, no, nah, it wasn't. It wasn't a good investment. It wasn't. It definitely wasn't good. I, I could use that two hundred fifty thousand right now. Yeah, it could get me. That could did some stuff. That'll go a long way. It go a long way. But listen, so I want to know in relationships. So this is my last relationship question for you. Mm-hmm. So, how much does the sex make a difference? Like for you, like if your wife, like her coochie was dry, mm, um, um, just hit trash but she met all of those requirements um like she remained the same on land um beautiful spirit no i think uh no no i think the sex helped i think it helped because it's a part of it that's 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 your last partner that's so so it helps reel it in because uh it's funny man i tell people it's the craziest question so my first wife we waited and i feel like that was one of the worst mistakes i ever made Cause she is my worst relationship sex partner. My first wife was. And you waited for nothing. Then. I waited for it. I knew on the honeymoon. Like, oh no, I've made a mistake. He done spent all that money. What have I done? Oh my god! I mean, the worst. I mean, our sex life was so awful. It was so bad. We were not sexually compatible at all. Ooh. And um, so I knew. Sex- so what makes a difference though? Like when you're going to, cause. Everybody rags on me for not marrying a particular guy for, I, I didn't, it was the sex for me. I just couldn't. Yeah, because that's your last partner. You're going to cheat. I, I'm. D- you're going to cheat. Let's, let's just thing, be realistic. Thing, if you thing. don't like your sex partner, you're going to cheat. Like, that's just no. I've been outside. I tell people it's hard enough to not cheat when the sex is good. Yeah. So imagine when it's not good. you definitely outside. I, I, you can't wait to go out of town with your girls. Can't wait. Where we going? Jamaica? <laughs> Where we going? Where we, where we, where we, it, I need Miami? my back. Are we going to SS? We finna go kick it. I'm telling you, because it's like, to me, yes, it's in sickness and health. And, you know, yeah. my last guess, he was like, oh, well, you know, do you know y'all ain't going to be having sex that long and y'all get old soon. But that ain't that soon, though. Man, we got one. at least a good Bro. 30 years of yeah. sexual intercourse then, left. Now, can it slow down? Absolutely. But to stop or not be good? Nah, you're not going to bore me all the time. No, ma'am. Nah. I need to look forward to that movie because it's the same movie over and over. It's just like, it watch, is. It's like it watching don't... your same favorite movie. You watch <laughs> it all the time. You flip it around and turn it. <laughs> watch to the end, start over, watch again. You know what I'm saying? Start from the middle yeah. just because you miss something in the scene. No, yeah, I nah. can't do that. Not anybody, for the rest of my life. Anybody got time for that? Nah. I'm sorry. Thank Sister. you. Thank you, Ryan. Yeah, yeah. I was actually uh very uh after my first disaster, I call it. Uh, I was actually more sexually uh like inquisitive. I asked more questions. I started paying more attention, and I would tell people the story. Like, look, I'm not with that waiting. If you need to wait, wrong guy. 
Because I would attract those old churchy girls. Like, yeah, I'm just waiting, you know. Waiting on a new And I'd be like, first thing, stop it. You're celibate because the last dude hurt you. It has nothing to do with Jesus. Stop it, right? And so from there, I'll be like, well, you know, if you're waiting, that's cool. That's you, but you know, I'm the wrong guy. Mm-hmm. I'm not waiting. I need to drive that car off the lot to see what the hell going on. You know what I'm saying? Test drive. Because right the, the, the tires might need to be rotated. Might need an oil change. You don't know what's going on. Right. Look Transmission slipping. Correct. So, right. uh, <laughs> but yeah. a lot of these girls, they got they got an old car with new parts. Decided the, the, the engine still run the same. The engine, <laughs> gonna, the engine gonna engine. The engine going. The engine is going to engine. It's going to do what it's supposed to do. So whether it work or don't work, if they light it cut on, you know what I'm saying. It's just like with girls, when y'all get on top and y'all have your knees like like bent this way, that that check engine light come on real fast. Oh, real. You like, oh, you know, I'm going, I'm just going to collapse. Yeah. 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 I tell people most time, most of the best sexual positions are lazy positions. I'm t- no, when you hit you it from the side, like, bro, the, side, the, the, the lazy like, like, like when you young, you be trying to do all that porn stuff. You get old, man, like you lost your man, random mind. Look. Girl, if you don't get over in this flat doggy style, let's get <laughs> let's. Just, I can get right at that the way I'm supposed to be, girl. This flat doggy, boy, that flat doggy, tap your ass up. Listen, look like this. You want a sandwich? You want a sandwich? I want a sandwich. You just. <laughs> Shit, give me right where I need to be. Let me have one of them nice to stamina to get a little too strong. Girl, get in that flat dog and watch how quick this thing come on out of here. Listen, I keep t- listen, the spoon. Bro, the spoon. It's the spoon for me. Well, that spoon for me feel like you're heaven. Listen. It's like it get warmer. I don't know, like it open up something. That's what I'm saying. Like, Ooh, girl, pull up. Hey, okay. don't let you arch it to the front. Like uh uh-uh. Hey, don't give it to, don't don't keep throwing it back. Now hold on now. Listen. <laughs> As a man, once I switch position, I I need at least five more minutes in that position. No. Cause if you start throwing that thing backwards, we about to be out of here. Tamp out. You try to go home, man. You try to go home? What are you trying to tap out? Because the USC fight, I'm about to tap. I'm about to hit the mat three times. It's over. What you want me to do? Uh-huh. And I'm 40. I'm not going back in now. That's listen, it. That's no, the end of the night. I don't need two nuts. Nope. Once so I nut, that's close it. close to t- where we yeah. want to be. Yeah. Because yeah. listen, when I nut, listen, I'm either finna eat or go to sleep. One of them finna happen. <laughs> but going back in ain't a part of the plan. I'm telling you, for me, no, you just said something too that I wanted to talk about. So you talked about somebody being hurt and i just watched on instagram and it was like the guy chopped and screwed um the conversation in, in 20 seconds because he was talking about how men are hurt in relationships too mm-hmm. that's what you just said right yep. yep but he was talking about how he didn't want to deal with a masculine woman in no kind of capacity he was mm-hmm. like i don't give a damn who hurt you <laughs> i don't care what you've been through with your mama your cousins your previous boyfriend it's usually hurt yeah. Yeah. Most most women that are overly uh, masculine or tough or aggressive mm-hmm. or snippy, they're hurt, but mm-hmm. they don't realize it because yeah. let's be realistic in the black community, nobody wants to go to counseling. Yeah. I tell people the mindset that I have now to talk about relationships, like I'm like a lot of my friends like go to person to talk about. Like I'm so neutral in my thoughts because I tell you I had a counselor. Shout out to Pastor Billy. He died during the pandemic of COVID. But uh, mm-hmm. like this guy counseled me for seven months for an hour a day, five days a week. Mm-hmm. Because when I got divorced off my first marriage, I was lost mentally. Like I had a hurt that I had never seen. Mm-hmm. So I knew it wasn't enough to like, oh, let me go talk to my homeboy. Let me yeah. go talk to my homegirl. Let me talk to my mama. Like y'all don't understand what I'm going through. Yeah. I need to talk to a professional. Mm-hmm. And I, man, he was just so strategic in like the steps that we took and the exercises that we did and the things he was breaking down to me, my mentality. Like I have older friends that called me and asked me for relationship advice. Like this dude gave me enough information. I could really write a book off of yeah. the stuff he told me. But I knew without that, there was no more relationships. There was no more marriage. I just, I mean, I started dating, mm-hmm. but I didn't date for, you know, so, companionship. Right. So it's like I dated cause I'm a man, I'm a hunter. So I want to keep dating, but I, yeah. I didn't want to be with anybody. It was just, and I'm the worst kind of guy. And I say that I wasn't a dick. But I'm a fun guy, which is just as bad as a dick. Okay. And what I mean by that, because a fun guy I take you out and have an amazing time. Mm-hmm. 
And it has nothing to do with love. Right. It has nothing to do with like you. Oh, you had a blast. Let's go. Girl, let's, I got I got concerts to see Donnell Jones. You want to go? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then she had the group chat. Girl, he took me Donnell Jones. He got us a bottle. Girl, he healed my head. Nah, those things are fun. Yeah. And that's what I was. You know, oh, man, um, I'm having a barbecue. You want to come? I'm cooking out. I got some friends coming up. You can come over. Mm-hmm. Really? Girl, you hit me over. His friends over there. It means nothing. It means absolutely, absolutely nothing. nothing. Great to me to David Busters. We play games. He got me a toy. That's just David. I like David Busters. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, and I asked if you wanted to I asked if you want to go. I had nothing to do with it. So that, <laughs> that made me almost almost neck and neck with an asshole. But yeah. I really wasn't. But I was honest. Yeah. Hey, I'm not ready to date right now. Hey, I just went to divorce. You know, all dudes say that. Yeah, dudes are lying. I'm sorry. I'm me. Yeah. I'm telling my truth. Mm hmm. And so then when I got to the point where I was ready to date again, I, I knew it was like, OK, now I'm ready. Because then I got tired of seeing um, that look on women's face when there was disappointment mm-hmm. because I was so nice in my dating process. Like women would get hurt. Like, what? Well, you want this all you want. Mm-hmm. You don't want to. And so I was like, damn, I'm kind of tired of seeing that. It was the same. It was the same story over and over and over. Like the hurt, the disappointment. Well, I'm about to block you on everything. You know, that's the, that's the new thing. So you was tired of hurting folks' daughters. Yes. So I was like, let me start by trying to date. So then I, I got back into the dating pool and, and tried it out. So then I dated a girl for like two years. And then we broke up. And I was single for like a year and a half, two years. And then that's when I met my wife. So what did that single, were you like healing during that year and a half and two years? Like, were you trying um, to find yourself? Because most mm-hmm. men, when they say, oh, I was single for a year or I was single for a certain amount of time, they say that they grew or they learned something. No, one of the steps in my, no. one of the steps in my <laughs> counseling was uh, remembering who you were before you met them. So you, cause people don't realize you change when you get relationships, your habits change, your movements change. And people don't realize why they're hurt. You're hurt because you can't remember life before them. Mm-hmm. You get so used to your routine being around them that you forget what it was like before there was a, a y'all. Right. So I had to go back and remember like, what did I do before her? I, I was going to more football games. I was going mm-hmm. to more festivals. She didn't like festivals. Um, I would go to happy hours. I was like, I was a single guy. I would go to happy hours and hang out and tell my friends to meet me up there. Um, I would spontaneously take a road trip. Um, I vacationed more without her. I uh, I started back going to parties here and there. But then I got I got I was a little older. I got divorced at thirty, so I didn't like the club as much. Yeah. But I was phasing out. Yeah, I was phasing out. So then it was like, okay, but I still did like festivals. So I would go to festivals and text thirty of my friends like, Hey, I'm gonna be at this festival if you want to come or not. Even if I had to go by myself, mm-hmm. sometimes they would come, sometimes better by myself. But I'm a th- I'm the type of person where I can talk to strangers. Strangers, I would, people, my oh, friends yeah, would be somewhere, and it'd be a bunch of strangers at the table. Like, mm-hmm. Ryan, who are these people? I just remember today. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, so that was me. So that's what I was doing in that process, just like kicking it and remember who I was beforehand. Then I, uh, once the hurt went a hundred percent away, then I started playing and getting back into entertainment. Because when I got divorced, I went back corporate. There was okay. no entertainment. There was no acting, no comedy, no audition. I told my agent stop sending me out. I wasn't myself. I was about uh, to say she had you down bad. Oh yeah, I met careers bro. and everything. Oh, bro, it was crazy. I was like, I'm just gonna corporate work in the little office and take, <laughs> take me a little cheese sandwich to work. And uh, so then from there, why uh, you do that to him? <laughs> she was crazy. She was an idiot. My my first wife was an idiot, man. And yeah, and, and I hope you put idiot right here in big letters because that's what she was. Uh, fake the whole pregnancy after we broke up and everything. But we gotta talk about that. That's another episode. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. So that's what I, that's what I spent time doing. And I never forget the day when I realized I was cool. I had started partying a lot. I was dating a lot. I was always doing something every weekend when I got off work. Then one weekend, man, I got off. I was like, bruh, I'm about to rent me a move out the red box and, and get some American Deli. And I chilled all week. I didn't do anything. I didn't leave the house. I thought, oh, snap, he back. That was yeah. it. That was it. Because you felt like yourself again. I felt like myself again. Yeah. And I didn't miss her. I didn't think about I didn't think about calling. And she stalked me for a little while, too. She was calling and texting and sending me YouTube music, love videos. Your love don't live here anymore. Look, it's a vacancy. It's gone. That's a vacancy. 
Heaters. <laughs> For real. But I'm thinking, so when I saw the clip, he was like, um, he said, I don't care what she did to be masculine. I just don't want a woman that's masculine. He said, because if a man was feminine, a woman wouldn't care why he was feminine. Bruh. She just ain't talking to him. She out. She's out. <laughs> don't I need that. I tell people, work on you. Work on yeah. you because there's no reason to be that aggressive. Like, I see mean girls. I'm like, you mean as hell. Right. And you be like, well, if a man can handle me, like, Period. why do you want somebody to handle you? What? Why you want somebody to handle you versus y'all being compatible? Right. It'd be crazy. I'd be watching Mean Girl. I'd be watching and, and they and they be the like relationship. You a lion they, tamer. Single <laughs> aggressive mean girls be having the most relationship advice. I'd be like, how you give somebody relationship advice and you can't keep a mm-hmm. relationship? I remember I sat down um with this girl. I was doing like a live interview and the girl actually got a date off of doing he could be faithful live, like in real time. She right. was she was applying the guidelines in real time. But the girl I was sitting across from, mind you, she was sitting there, she was like, Oh, I make um six figures a year, this mm-hmm. and the third. She was like, um, I got my own house, my own car. Um, I run several law firms. Oh, she was just going on and on. And I was like, oh, that's very nice. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just listening to her. And I said, do you have a man? And she was like, no, but I choose to be. No, you don't. Mm, you just didn't work out with No, the you don't. You home watching Law & Order with your dog, your Yorkie, and that's it. And you yeah. wish you had some penis. That's, and that's some new thing. That's this new pandemic thing. It started yeah. like, I choose to be single. Like, no, yeah, you no, didn't you choose didn't. to be single. Your last relationship ended. <laughs> Listen. Your last relationship <laughs> ended. That's it. No. It's over. And, and let me tell you something. <laughs> I, I tell people all the time, I give credit what credit is due. Do men probably do more dirt and trashy stuff in relationships than women? Absolutely. But even the dumbest player dude knows at mm-hmm. the end of the day, he's got to be in a relationship. Yeah. He knows that even if he cheats on the, his, every dude got a girl that got away. Mm-hmm. Every dude got a oh, story. Yeah, everybody got a oh, one. Oh, man. Like, uh, my college girlfriend, like, her, I, I put it into numbers. Our relationship ages were crazy. We broke up at like 21, 21, 22, somewhere there. My relationship maturity was 19. Mm. Her relationship maturity was 30. I was about to say thirty-two. Yes, yeah, hers. She was. She was relationship. She was more relationship matured than I was. Mm-hmm. So as I got older, my relationship maturity went up, and I was able to look back at hindsight. I was like, "Oh, yeah. If I could have been a little more relationship mature, we mm-hmm. might have worked." Yeah. But that don't mean I was meant for her. It's just I just is something I learned in hindsight. Yeah. But even as a man, you grow. You like I gotta have a wife. I gotta right. have a family. Like these are things that I, these are necessities. Mm-hmm. These are things I need for my life to move forward. I can't just run the street forever. Where even if his heart is broken. Where a heartbroken a hard a heartbroken woman is like, nah, I choose to be single. Yeah. You didn't choose to be single. Your last relationship ended. Yeah. And now you don't want to date nobody else, right? Right. That's and that's okay. Yeah. But it's not a choice. If but, if, if somebody came and swooped you off your feet, you're gonna be open. But, but the craziest part to me was I was telling her what men actually liked and enjoyed. And she was like, and mind you, the men was like, Yeah, yeah, you know, they were yeah. all in agreement. Like, yeah, that's right. Huh? I like that. And she was like, No, that's not and the man next to me had to say, he said, see, he said, sis, I'm going to tell you your problem. She just told you that this is what men like, and we all went, yeah, and you talk about no. He said, that's why your ass by yourself. Yep. Because you ain't paying attention to what the man said. The man said, yes, yeah. that's what I like. Bro. And she like, no, I'm not doing Bruh, that. That choosing to be single be cute till you get <laughs> sick. Till you lose a parent. And you by yourself. Till you're hurt. To you, fifty something years old, you got a million dollars in the bank. But uh, what you do to here? Go to the beach, by yourself, talk to strangers, let somebody come smashing past. Like, I mean, what what's the end game? You know, I uh, I seen some hurtful stuff. Even in my first year of marriage, like my mom got really sick. 
uh, you know, people, my some of my friends and family had children, like a lot of whirlwind stuff that was happening. I was glad that I had companionship to share those ups and downs with, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Uh, shoot, caught the flu real bad. Thought I was going to check out of here. Mm. You know, glad I had somebody at home. Like, yo, bro, like, bro, this jump bad. I thought it was over. Like, you ever had one of the moments you got some sick? Like, oh, I had, I had the swine flu back yeah. in 09. Bro, thought it was over. I was like, yep, this is how I go out. Damn, the flu. <laughs> And the mine was a swine flu. Bruh. I was like, from a pig. Bro, pig got you. You know what I'm saying? You got the pink toe. But go ahead. But uh, like, who did to me? So yeah, man. I tell people it's, it sounds good, but it's it's trash. It's 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 all a facade. Um, some of the most I'm single by choice women. I watch the stuff they like on Instagram. Sometimes it's always those cute couples and old relationship oh, old men. Pajamas. Oh, I'm like, why are you liking it? Because you're choosing to be single. Uh -huh. You don't want that. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? The sad part is, is that for the young girls in this dispensation in this time, is that they don't have a million dollars in the bank. They ain't going to have, you know, but not saying, because a lot of them get into the bag, the young, you know, this younger generation. Oh, but yeah, I'm saying play. the majority of women, they're not going to retire even with that money. They need a supplemental income in the home. You talking about retirement. You talking about you know, aging and somebody to actually help you with your AARP certificates mm -hmm. and this and that. Like, that's what it really boils down to is that you don't make enough to survive on your own. Bruh. Uh, just enough just enough to survive. And they be, oh, no, I'm I'm thick and I'm this and I'm that girl. Oh, bruh, I seen a girl last night painted. Her body looked painted. It had been done so to perfection. I was like, I guarantee she don't that nobody. She got people in the DMs like, can I smash? Oh, yeah. But she looked painted. Teeth new. Nose new, C colored contacts, perfect hips, perfect flat stomach, big old booty, big old fake titties. I'm like, bro, you are painted. You don't like nothing. You didn't like nothing about you. You just redid the whole. You redid thing. everything. You don't care nothing about what God did. That's how I be feeling. I'm like, dog, you don't care nothing about it. And all my a little enhancement here. Not, everybody did something. I had braces. Yeah. But my goodness, imagine if I go get these new knee extensions that dudes are getting. Did you see that for eighty six thousand dollars? Did you see that, bro? What what you want to do? You, you think you going to the league from now? Atlanta. You think you going to the league? It's over. He ain't going to no damn league. He ain't getting no day. He can't even walk. Your legs not gonna work. You can't now. You can't even walk right. He can't even walk right now. He on the stilts, Bruh. And at the rehabilitation center right now. Can't get right. Trying to be taller. What is going on? It, but all because he said a girl called him short. Yeah, dude. That he he was he was. Sensitive. You better join the Napoleon syndrome gang because they man. Man, they always got a big bag. Stand on your wallet. Short dudes if you could if you could spend eighty six thousand, stand on your damn wallet you and good. find you a girl. Bro, you can go to the bar, just buy a section. Listen, they'll come sit down. They gonna come with you. Yeah, they going. They'll pull up. Okay. You ain't had to do that knee surgery. I ain't got to buy nothing to drink, and I can sit down yourself. Oh hell no, man, please. Damn, I did. A, I did a lot more with less. Short no, you'd be a backpack. Bro, I did a lot more than that. I had one of the best nights of my life at a strip club with $400. It was a great time. Melissa. You kicked it. I'm talking about that was wings, a couple of drinks, had some strippers sitting down. 401. Oh, I had kicked it. In my 20s, buy went to pinups and had a boy. I wish I had that on video. I had a ball that night. It was great in there. Played some pool. Had some, I had so many wings. I, I ate like a fat person, okay? It was crazy. Listen, I'm telling you, so... What you got going on right now? What can we, you know, expand on? Anything you got happening that we can shout you out? Yeah. Can support you? Drop it right now. Let us know. All right. So uh, I have a vampire movie coming out called Vampire Mist that should be dropping uh, you in August. your thing. Oh, well. I've been perfect. No, nah, I had to get those straightened up. Dang. I had to get those straightened up. All right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I got the ones I had for the movie. I still got them in the box at the crib, though. They let me keep them. <laughs> I might have to use them somewhere. I don't know. Um. I have that dropping. Uh, I'm hosting the Kappa Alpha Psi Conclave this year in Tampa. Okay, so shout out to the bros. Yeah. 
Uh, I'm doing a 40th birthday celebration at Uptown Comedy Corner, August the 5th. Okay. I would love for y'all to come out to that, man. Bring your people, bring your girls, bring your what homeboy. What time is it? It's going to be one show at 7 and one at 10. Okay. So it's two shows at night. We're going to celebrate. We're going to toast at both of them. My birthday is August 11, but we're going on a cruise, but okay. the show's on the 5th. Um, and then uh, what else is coming up? I'll have a Christmas movie coming out this year on TV One. That's going to be great. Okay. Uh, it's called He Who Findeth, uh, starring Brad James okay. and Erica Hubbard, uh, myself, and uh, a cast of other people. And uh, who else? What else is going on? That's it, man. I'm doing. I'm dropping videos every day on Instagram. So if you're not following me, follow me. My name is at Rod dot Minger R O D dot. Well, oh, y'all can just put it right here. Put it right here. I think. Yeah. I know. Calm. That's what's going to show right there. Yeah, right there. Just put it. Boom. I fan of white at that hole. But uh, <laughs> and that's it, man. That's what I got coming up, man. And that's 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 the move. Yeah. Thank you so much, Rod. I'm telling you, I could talk to you like for hours. Like I'm I'm really loving the conversation. This, this, but we only got like a, a little bit of time on the podcast. Oh my bad. You know, I'm gonna give you two. I I give you two episodes. If you need to keep going. You got some questions? Spit them out. I love this. This is what I do. <laughs> Look, they gonna put us out. But no, I love you. I I, th- I appreciate you for coming on the show and just talking with us and just sharing your point of views. Um, God bless you and your wife and your union. Mm-hmm. I pray that y'all have many more successful years to come. Yes, yes. Um, and bless your household. But I am your girl, Kalai Shireen. This is Behind the Scenes Bella Podcast. I love y'all. I love everybody. Until next time. Alrighty. Bye-bye. <laughs>